0: Welcome today to our online internet church service. I'm so happy that you are here, and I believe that God has a word today that will build you up and empower you to accomplish all that He has called you to do. Now, let's take our Bibles and go to the book of Joshua, chapter 1. And we're going to look at a scripture and we're going to bring the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse of the Lord so that we can honor the Lord with our finances and keep the heavens opened over our life. Now, Joshua chapter one, verse eight, it says, the book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. Day and night. And recently we have been talking about the subject of biblical meditation, which the basic translation of the word meditate in the Hebrew mindset means to mutter. It means to speak it out in a sense underneath your voice, softly, just muttering it. Mumbling it also would be an accurate translation. To mutter, to mumble. To mutter or mumble what? The the Word of God. You are meditating upon what God said. Okay. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You shall mutter it out. You shall mumble those words out of the Word of God day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then... so. Now we are shown the positive results and benefits of meditating in the Word day and night. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So prosperity and success for the believer are linked to meditating upon scriptures that the Holy Spirit is illuminating to you. Now, here's an interesting scripture. Think about this for a moment if you were to meditate on this day and night. This would be Psalm 112, and let's look at verse 3. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Now, we understand from the New Covenant perspective that our righteousness is Because of who we are in Christ, His righteousness has become our righteousness. It has been imputed into us. So we have right standing with God. So we can also meditate upon the truth that wealth and riches will be in our house. Woo! Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor Stephen, I don't have anything of value. In my home, I've got some plastic spoons and knives. I don't really have any furniture. I'm sleeping on a blow up mattress and I'm living in an apartment. How can I meditate this scripture and see this come to pass in my life? Well, you begin to meditate upon it wealth and riches will be in my house. And, you know, all you have to think is, hey, look, I'm going to start somewhere where at least there is one thing in the residence in which I live that will be associated with wealth or riches. And maybe you want to start with your pillow. You know, you might not have anything else of value, but at least you have a pillow that when you go to sleep at night, you think, you know what? I've got the most comfortable pillow in the entire apartment complex. I've got the most comfortable pillow in my neighborhood. Praise the Lord. And maybe it only cost you $30. Maybe you got it on discount clearance at one of the uh, home goods stores. But nevertheless, you have begun the journey. And maybe you don't have anything good to cook with. Maybe it's all, you know, uh, microwavable stuff. But you think, you know what? I'm going to get me one of those good, frying pans that the chefs use, and or like a skillet. And I'm going to bring that thing home, and I'm going to learn to cook me some nice meals. Praise the Lord. And so you go out, and you see it. There's something on sale. Normally it costs $200, and for whatever reason it didn't sell, they discounted it. And you can get the thing for $25 or $24.99. And the next thing you know, you've got a professional piece of equipment for cooking in your house. The journey has begun. Wealth and riches will be in your house your house and you can start from nothing begin to meditate on the Word, and use your faith, and just wake up in the morning, Lord, I thank you, wealth and riches are in my house. You go to sleep at night, Lord, I thank you, wealth and riches are in my house. And the next thing you know, you've got a high-end coffee maker in your house. The next thing you know, you have a comfortable bed in your house. The next thing you know, you have some chairs in your living room, and it just begins to grow and grow. Why? You are meditating on the Word day and night. You are working the Word. Now, you find the Scriptures that are speaking life to the situation that you need, such as Psalm 112, verse 3. That's just one example, because uh, I've known many people, they've moved into a place to live. Maybe you've moved from another country, and everything that you owned and brought is in the suitcase. And now you've got an apartment with two bedrooms, what are you going to do? You're going to do Psalm 112, verse 3, and you're going to meditate day and night, and I'll tell you what, as you use your faith, God will honor your faith, God will perform His Word, and before you know it, you'll be able to look around, and there's wealth and riches in your house. Shout hallelujah, praise God. So you can take any verse, meditate on it day and night, day and night, day and night, and it'll start to produce in your life guaranteed results so just put that in that's how you have success that's how you also bring prosperity into your life Mm -mm -mm. my goodness my friends it works and that's God's intent for you to enjoy the good things of life hallelujah I mean that's what he said he said you will meditate on on the word day and night and when you observe to do it in other words when you obey it when you make application of the word, okay, then, then you will make your way successful, okay, so God wants you to be successful, excuse me, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So God, God has decreed, God has ordained, God has published before the whole world His intent, which is what? For you to have prosperity and for you to have good success. Pastor Stephen, that sounds unusual. My friends, it's not when you get acquainted with God and His Word. Woo! Praise the Lord. Now, the religious world system says that you shouldn't have prosperity, you should be broken poor. No, now, now, now those in the world, they think they're entitled to prosperity, but they want to keep the church broken with no money and no finances. But God has declared publicly, he's put it in print, he has written it down, his word is recorded. He wants everybody to know that he wants his people to walk in prosperity and good success. So, this is your blueprint this is what you live by, and when you meditate, uh, meditate on it day and night, it'll start to work. Prosperity, good success. Prosperity, good success. Wealth and riches in your house. Well, Pastor Stephen, I don't know if I feel right having something real nice in my home. <laughs> well, just keep putting the word in, and you'll get over What I would call religious indoctrination that would say, you know, that in your house, all you should have is a couple of old clay pots and just some old uh, plastic wore out Tupperware and maybe eat off of a paper plate. Oh, no, Mm-mm. not not when you know who God says you are, not when you know what God says is your, uh, what you're entitled to and what he wants you to meditate on. Mm-mm. Hallelujah. You want to be able to bring some people over, invite some friends over and feed them. Hallelujah. On some nice uh, uh, dishware, some nice China, praise God, with a nice fork and spoon praise the Lord. Mm-mm. You can eat with your fingers if you want to. Hallelujah. But you know what? And I, I've done that in certain parts of the world where um, they they actually, one place they told me, now look, Pastor Stephen, uh, well, it will actually taste better if you don't use your knife and fork, just use your fingers. I said, okay, if you're going to use yours, I'll use mine. They're all eating with their fingers, so I, I just joined in. But, you know, whatever goes, goes. Hallelujah. While they were eating with their hands, I was enjoying myself eating with my hands, with my, my fingers. But you know what? They had wealth and riches in their house. They had, they, had, they had wealth all through the home. Praise the Lord. So you can make it fit to your culture. Mm, 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 mm. God's going to help you to do it. God's going to help you to do it. You need to get into the Word. Wash your mind. Wa- wash your brain with the Word of God. Mm, mm. Hallelujah! Might make some of those sinners jealous. Hallelujah! They see God blessing you. Hallelujah! Maybe they need to be stirred up a little bit, <laughs> from the sense where they look at you, they see you blessed. Hallelujah! Mm, mm. Make uh, make them wonder. Why Wow, I wonder what he or she has in their home. Looks like they got a nice home. They probably got some nice things in there. Yep, you sure do. Praise the Lord. Mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And you know what? You you preach and you share the gospel. And I'll, I'll say it like this: You don't have to preach in the sense where you know, like you're standing behind a, bu- a pulpit, you know, holding a Bible. But you witness from a position of strength. Not from the position of being a hobo living off the street homeless. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. That's where the devil would like to keep the people of God at with no authority, no voice and uh, no evidence or proof of blessing. But God wants the blessing all over you working in your life. And when you witness, they hear the gospel. They also see a person who's blessed and that will be your testimony, a complete testimony. Praise the Lord. Now, as you bring the tithes and offerings into the storehouse of the Lord, if you're going to mail them in, please send them to Stephen Brooks International, P.O. Box 717, Moravian Falls, North Carolina. The zip code is 28654. If you prefer to go online and bring the tithes and offerings in online, you can do so at stephenbrooks.org. And there is a link on the homepage called Tithes and Offerings, Sow and Reap, and you can go there day or night and bring them in. It is highly encrypted and secure, and they will come directly into the storehouse of the Lord here in the ministry. Praise God. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I pray for your people as they are honoring you with the tithe and with offerings. Oh, God, that they be meditating upon your word day and night upon those rich, juicy prosperity scriptures hallelujah and father you said that as we meditate on your word day and night that you would bring us into prosperity and father you would not you are not embarrassed to use the word prosperity father we thank you that you live in a realm where streets are paved with solid gold where gates are are made of single pearls, where foundations are laid with huge diamonds and precious gems. So, Father, we thank you that you want us to prosper because it takes prosperity to send the gospel around the world, and you want us to be blessed. So, thank you, Father. We don't believe any of the devil's lies, but we step into the blessing that you have made available for us Through the precious sacrifice of your son, Jesus, his shed blood and the new covenant that he has brought us into. So, Father, we thank you. I speak blessing over your people as they honor you with the tithes and offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is what I'm getting in my spirit right now. There's promotion coming. Praise the Lord. And so be looking for promotion hallelujah Pastor Steve Stephen I saw a position I don't even know if I really qualify it I qualify for it at my work but a uh, lot better pay a lot better uh, this and that well uh, I would say just go for it apply for it and trust the Lord believe the Lord for something good to happen because right now I'm getting that that there will be promotions that will be given by the blessing of the Lord God's lifting you up he is lifting his people up. Well, Pastor Stephen, I'm self-employed. I, I have my own business. How would God promote me? Well, through more sales, larger contracts, more customers, uh, uh, more clients, just more people wanting whatever service that it is that you have, that you have to offer. And so God can bring promotion to you, too. God's well able to add another zero on the end of. And I'm not just talking in the cent column. I'm talking in the dollar column. He's able to add another zero so that at the end of the year, when you review your taxes at the following uh, spring of the year, you see that you had a really, really good year and that another zero was added on. What is that? That's God's promotion and advancement for you. Woo! Believe it and receive it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Praise God. All right, let's jump into today's message, which I'm excited to share with you. Um, Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit just downloaded this whole message to me really quick within just a couple of minutes. So I just took a pen and wrote it all out. And I want to share this with you because I believe it's a now word. Praise God. Let's pray before we jump into it. Heavenly Father, as we go into your word today, I pray that there would be a performance of your word. I would even ask, oh God, for your grace to be upon this message. There would even be a quick performance of it, that your people will sense exactly what would be the referred intent of this message. And they just go out and accomplish it by your grace. Now, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you in Jesus name. And we all agree and say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, today I want to talk about the subject of, you need a cookie. And when I talk about a cookie, I'm not talking about something where you click on a website and and you visit the website, and they are collecting cookies, or they're getting—you uh, know, how can I say uh, data information, perhaps about where you live at, uh, where are you clicking from, and uh, you know they, they're grabbing cookies. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. You, know, you can't eat those, and those—you uh, know—that's that, not going to do anything for you. But I'm talking about a real cookie that you hold in your hand, that you eat in your mouth. Praise the Lord. And the thing about cookies is. We all like different kinds of cookies. My wife, she likes chocolate chip cookies, um, Really, any kind of cookie, as long as it's got chocolate chips in it, uh, my wife is going to reach for the one with the chocolate chips. I'm different. I've always been an oatmeal raisin guy, but not just any oatmeal raisin. I don't like the gooey ones that, you know, kind of like flop in half when you hold it. I like the ones that are real crisp. Uh, Actually, the best oatmeal raisin cookies I enjoy are the ones at Whole Foods. If you ever go to a Whole Foods grocery store, uh, theirs are real kind of like hard, almost like crunchy. But real thin. Those are the kind I like. So for me, Salt Mill Raisin, or second second place would probably be a peanut butter cookie, but I know as i 'm sharing this there 's probably some of you that think ah pastor stephen i 'm not an oatmeal raisin guy i 'm not an i 'm not a, I'm definitely not a peanut butter person but but yet you 've got something uh, that yeah you've got your cookie category that makes you happy, the one that you would reach for out of the out of the collection that you could uh, choose from, so whatever that is. I want you to be able to identify that today by the Holy Spirit through this message, because I, I really got it in my spirit today that you need a cookie. Let me talk about this and un, un, unpack this. Psalm 23, perhaps the uh, I would say not just the most well-known psalm in the Bible, but maybe even uh, for some people, a lot of Christians, perhaps the, the most famous chapter in the Bible. Because it seems like everybody under the sun knows, knows Psalm 23. Very beautiful Psalm. Verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now that's an amazing statement, that the Lord is a shepherd over us, and when we walk with Him, and live for Him, and follow His principles, He supplies every single want. Mm, that's amazing. He will... He will fill it. You can have a desire for something. God didn't create that desire just to uh, remain like an empty vacuum on the inside of you. Whether you have this empty area, no, God's well able to fill it. And there are seasons for certain things. Some some projects that would, if we would call it a faith project, that would be a big thing. We understand that that can take some time for that to come to pass. But eventually, as you walk with the Lord, whether it's a small project medium size or even big one. Eventually, they can all be checked off the list. And the Lord says that because he is your shepherd, you shall not want. Some translations say you uh, say that I shall not want any good thing. So God's well able to supply your every need and your, even your every desire. Verse 2. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Okay, that's beautiful. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And that brings us now to verse 5, which is what I would like to talk about. Now, David said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's very, very important because David, from a, a warrior's perspective, and also from the perspective of being a shepherd, taking care of sheep, having great experience in both areas, knows that the enemy, the enemy would like for you to be wore out. And sometimes Christians, they view themselves as soldiers marching off the war with the cross of Jesus going on before. And, you know, all of these songs that sometimes they have a militant theme to them. But sometimes the Christians just think, yes, you know, we can be weary and fatigued. And I I understand, you know, there's an element of that. But God wants you to be refreshed. The devil just wants you to keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself, and even reach a point where you're just wiped out and you just don't recover. But God's not like that. The Lord, he knows your limits. The Lord knows your build. The Lord knows your capacity. And the Lord knows when you need a break. And what the Lord does is that even if you're right in the middle of a battle, yet there's fatigue in you, the Lord just calls a timeout. For you, not for the enemy. The enemy is still over there doing all their stuff in the sense where they never, ever get the rest. They have no peace. They have no rest. They are headed towards the lake of fire. But we, we, as we uh, take our journey of life, the Lord just uh, hits the pause button for us and allows us to be refreshed. You prepare a table that is a table of blessing. A table before me. Look at this. Right in the very presence of the enemies, those that would like to see you just, you know, um, melt and, uh, you know, struggle or suffer or, you know, uh, never be heard from again. But right in the middle of that, oftentimes when they even have to see it, the Lord prepares a special table of blessing for you. And I've had times Uh, where the Lord has done things physically right in front of others that were either jealous of me, envious of me, or for whatever reason, just didn't like me. Maybe Maybe they didn't like me because of my voice. Maybe they didn't like me because of the way I combed my hair. Maybe they didn't like me because for whatever reason, they just didn't like me. And, you know, it says in the Scripture, they hated Jesus without a cause. So, look, if they found if they found justification in their own sinful nature to hate a sinless, perfect person, trust me, they can find something about you, or they could just make it up, okay? So I have had the Lord do these things for me at times, not I I didn't try to make it happen, wasn't even thinking about it, where the Lord hit the pause button, and right in front of literally my enemies, the Lord has done things to honor me, and they would have to watch it, and sometimes uh, they would have to watch it from a sense where they're caught, and they even have to act like they're going along with it. While I know it's actually eating them up, <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't have, made, I couldn't have set that up or made that happen. But the Lord did it. The Lord did it, and I knew He was doing it, and. The Lord just said, just let me do this for you because I want to honor you right in front of them. And I've had him do it multiple times. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. There was one time where I had done something that was really good and it blessed a lot of people. And it had also made some other ministers jealous because... Uh, you know they didn't do it. They didn't think of it, and they didn't do all the work. They didn't put all the work into it. But I had really stepped out there by faith and done it, and it made a lot of people happy. And so there were there were a lot of also um, uh, there were a lot of ministers who were happy, who were thrilled about it because they were spiritual. But there were others who um, it just it just showed that they you know they had some areas they needed to work on in their flesh area. They 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 were jealous. And so um, they had said some things. They were kind of critical. They, they wouldn't, uh, you know, kind of rejoice or whatever. But the Lord, uh, this is one situation. There's many stories where he's done this. In one situation, the Lord brought a prophetess who actually they all esteemed as being in their tribe or in their group. He actually bought that, uh, the Lord brought that woman, that prophetess in front of all of them. And the spirit of prophecy fell on her to prophesy to me. And she, right in front of all of them, prophesied the most beautiful word, the most expensive word of God blessing my ministry and blessing my life and it just it just uh, for those that uh, were already not going to you know not happy about it, it just it drove them nuts they it, it got so hot they had to get up and walk out <laughs> You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And by the way, when that prophetess was prophesying, I knew. And the see, she didn't know. She's coming in as an outsider. And she just walks in and just starts prophesying. That that's that's the beauty of prophecy. You just let yourself be a vessel that God flows through. And so while she's giving that prophecy, I know that she is actually the Lord speaking through her, is talking about them. I mean, she's even saying things, Lord, bless. Bless Stephen. He has stepped out and done things and others have become jealous and they have tried to stand even on his shoulders and take credit for what he's done. And she's totally speaking about them and they know it. And I actually I actually kind of felt embarrassed for them because the prophecy was just so like It was a beautiful word for me, but it was exposing them. But she didn't stop. She kept on going. This was a 20-minute prophecy. And I'm thinking, Lord, they, they must be really embarrassed because they're being exposed. And the Lord said, just let me do it. He said, just receive, just enjoy, just let me do it. What was going on? I was literally sitting at the table, feasting, getting refreshed, having the Lord pour into me right in the very presence of my enemies. It's amazing. It's amazing what the Lord will do. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Woo! I see promotion coming for some of you where it would be the last thing that some of your coworkers would ever want. But yet God's going to lift you up. Don't be surprised if it happens right in front of them and they have to see it and there's nothing they can do about it because promotion comes from the Lord. Yes, he works through people, but he is the one working through people. Mm -mm. And when God is going to lift up, there is nobody that can stop him from doing that. When it is your time for promotion and for lifting up, there is nobody that can stop it. Praise the Lord. So what I'm trying to say is that, God is able to bless you there are times that God wants to bless you and he is going to bless you and you need to be able to receive it because I remember again in that little story of that that prophetess the Lord said just receive it he said just relax just enjoy it just let her prophesy you know you know how what it's like for somebody to prophesy to you for five minutes well imagine 20 minutes that was a 20 minute prophecy and the whole thing was vibrant and alive, and uh, oh, yeah, that, that's, a long, that's a long prophecy. Oh, my goodness. But the Lord, when He wants to bless, He wants to bless, and what you have to do is you have to be able to receive it. Uh, let, me, let me say it like this. You need to be willing to allow yourself to be blessed of the Lord. You need to be willing to be uh, understanding that there's times you need to be refreshed, and God wants to do something to refresh you. Praise the Lord. You may think, well, Pastor Steve and I just want to live on a remote island and fast, uh, you know, and pray and just, you know, be a full-time intercessor and just live off coconuts and uh, live off crabs that I catch by the beach, and uh, drink some water from a a freshwater spring there on the island. That's all I want to do. I don't need any refreshing. But you'll find that if you really pray and intercede and you were actually to do that, that something, eventually, God's going to allow it to wash up on the shore, a blessing, and He's going to say, receive it. Uh, There's a package that fell off of a ship, and uh, inside of the package is some sparkling apple cider. Now go, go down to the beach and get the blessing. Praise God, because God will bring it to you regardless of where you are at. Praise the Lord. Now, here's another scripture. Psalm 34, verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, that has a dual meaning. There, there can be an allegorical meaning to that, but there is also a literal meaning to that where you can Literally taste and see the goodness of the Lord through experiences in life and through things that God brings into your life. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And also allow, allow the Lord to bless you when He wants to sit you down at the table and bless you. You may think, well, Lord, all this stuff is going on. I've got to stay busy, Lord. And the Lord says, look. There's always stuff going on. There's always projects. There's always kingdom work. Right now, you are one of my children. You are my son. You are my daughter. Sit at the table, and I'm going to minister to you through people or through through the angels, and I want to bless you right now and get you strengthened and encouraged. Praise the Lord. And there's many different ways he can do it. One time, uh, the pastor, the man of God, Roland Buck, he talked about the time the angel Gabriel came to him in a visitation, in a vision, and he said, uh, Roland Buck said it was interesting because Gabriel came. Now, Gabriel is a very high-ranking angel, one of the highest, if not the highest angel, and he came and appeared to him, and he didn't have anything in his hands, but he just reached, and suddenly Out of out of what we would say out of nowhere appeared a ladle that you would you know like uh you could dip down and uh, fill it up with water and a ladle just appeared out of nowhere in his hand and it was filled with a heavenly water and he gave it to Roland Buck and said drink this and Roland Buck drank it and said who that was good that 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 was good and he just began to praise the Lord and it just caused him to just break out into a stream of praising god that just went on for days and days and days and he said the next morning when he woke up he had lost 5 pounds and the second morning when he woke up he lost another 5 pounds and he's he's still eating his normal food he's not dieting but the third morning he woke up he had lost another 5 pounds and then the fourth morning when he woke up, he lost another five pounds, and he's not going out walking, he's not exercising, he's not, uh, but, you know, he was a pastor, and he, you know, he kind of had that uh, sedentary lifestyle where, you know, a lot of pastors, they don't really move around. You, you're doing administrative office-type work, counseling people and things like that. So he had gained extra weight, uh, but he said the Lord uh, through that liquid that he drank just was causing like the pounds to melt away. And then it began to taper off. Then he lost two pounds. Then he began to lose like one pound, but he lost all that excess, excess weight to the point, he said, where his stomach was just hard as, a, hard as a board, praise the Lord. But that was from a refreshing that the Lord sent to him. And it can happen in many ways. So taste and see that the Lord is good. So the Lord may want to send an angel to you to refresh you, to bring a blessing into your life. Or the may the Lord may want to send a person uh, who is angelic in their nature, very sweet, very nice, would, that would want to do something for you. I would just say, go ahead and let the person be the blessing. Hallelujah. Go ahead and receive. Woo, praise the Lord. Mm-mm. I uh, have a friend of mine. He's a pastor and He told me one time, he said, Stephen, I'm believing God for a new Mercedes. I said, that's wonderful. I I think that's wonderful. Me and Kelly actually went out uh, later that day and bought him a little plastic Mercedes Benz car. And we gave it to him. And he took it and he put it on his desk. And I can't remember how much later it was. I think it was about like three weeks. That's not very long. About three weeks later, where a very wealthy man said to him, hey, tomorrow on Monday, can you meet me at this address? He said, well, yeah, sure. He goes, what's at this address? The guy said, just show up. He said, you'll understand it when you get there. Well, he showed up at the address, and it was a Mercedes Benz dealership. And when he got there, the the man was waiting for him, the businessman. And the businessman said to him, uh, just, you know, go and pick out whatever you want. Now, now think about that. Uh, he didn't say, don't go over into this category. Don't drift over here by this section. No, he just said, go uh, and pick out whatever you want. And whatever you want, I'll just pay for it. Cash. And he did. My friend went and picked out uh, a beautiful uh, Mercedes. And I, I saw it. I mean, he, he showed it to me. <laughs> it, was, it was wonderful. And he picked it out. Guy said, is that the one you want? He said, yes. And he paid for it all at one time. And it was in my, my friend's name, put it in his name. And he drove off with a brand-new Mercedes Benz, just like that. Well, Pastor Stephen, what if that happens to me? We'll just let the person be a blessing, whatever it might be. Maybe somebody, maybe God touches somebody to buy you a house. Mm, mm, mm. Now, this is what I had happened to me a couple of years back. And because I'm just sharing this off of notes that I wrote down real quick, I didn't go back and pull up the exact details. Because the the vision I'm going to share with you, I actually recorded it in one of my books. And that's something that was revealed to me by the Lord that if I would chronicle or record my supernatural experiences, get it down on print. Let others be able to read it because it inspires others. Okay. The Lord told me if I do that, then because I'm faithful to do that, then he would give me more visions, more supernatural encounters. So I've, I've endeavored to be faithful on that, to tell about them, to talk about them and to write them down. And they just keep on coming. Praise the Lord. Now I was on the couch. I had been asleep. Now I can't remember if I was taking a nap or if I just stayed up late and fell asleep on the couch. I can't remember right now. Uh, But all I knew is that from, as I'm telling the story, is that I was downstairs in the living room. I had fallen asleep on the couch, and I was in a deep sleep. But while I was sleeping, something woke me up, unmistakable sound. And I tried to ignore it, but I thought, (laughs) How can that be happening? I heard somebody crunching real, real loud. I heard somebody just crunching, chewing and eating something and crunching really, really loud. And I tried to roll over because I had been in a really, a really deep sleep. I tried to roll over, ignore it, but it just got louder and louder. And at the same time, I thought, is somebody eating in my house? How can this be? And so I opened my eyes and sat up. And there at the end of the couch where my feet were at, I saw Jesus, the anointed one, Jesus Christ, our Savior, the head of the church. I saw Jesus standing at the foot of my couch and he was smiling and he was looking at me and he was eating a cookie And he was somehow able to cause the sound of it, the sound of the eating and the crunching to be amplified. It was so loud. And it was an amazing experience to see the Lord standing there eating a cookie. Now, he didn't talk because he didn't need to. I knew exactly what he meant. He was prophetically speaking to me, saying, Eat a cookie. What is a cookie? A cookie is a blessing that makes you happy. Now, here's, and this is what you have to catch. I didn't really even catch it then. I I understood what he meant, but I understand it a lot better now. He was not only saying, take a, take a cookie or take a blessing. He is saying, take one right now. And that means, by faith, step out. And Take a blessing go get a blessing. I mean use your faith and do whatever it takes to step into a blessing Uh, I need to explain this a little bit I found out later also that Kenneth Copeland had a visitation from Jesus also It was a little bit different when the Lord appeared to him because brother Copeland said that when Jesus came to him He was holding a tray full of cookies And he said to him, take a cookie. He said it forcibly in the sense where it was implying so few of God's people were actually taking these cookies. Now, Psalm 34, verse 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Have you ever stopped to consider that Psalm 34, verse 8 is not a suggestion. It's actually a commandment. That when the Lord is saying, take a cookie, (laughs) he's really wanting us to do that. And it is a commanded blessing. I would call it a commanded blessing that if you miss that, you missed the divine backing of God to step in and to acquire, do or take something that you may not think you can do it. But understand he's with you. And if you take the right cookie, he'll back it. He'll back it up and you'll be able to eat that thing and enjoy it. Praise the Lord. Let's go a little bit further with this. I've said this many times that Romans chapter 14 is probably my favorite chapter in the Bible. I I believe the book of Colossians is my favorite book, but my favorite chapter would be Romans chapter 14. Let's talk about it just for a moment in the context of you need a cookie God senses that you need a cookie. He sees that you need a cookie. He's going to want to get a cookie to you, but you're going to have to take it and receive it by faith. Does that make sense? Praise God. All right. So Romans chapter 14, verse 1. Receive one who is weak in faith, weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. For one believes he may eat all things, but... He who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat. And let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. For who are you to judge another's servant? In other words, we are all the servants of the Lord. So if this person, they, they have faith in this area, but maybe they're weak in this area, hey, just let them walk their own life out. Let them live their own life in the Lord in that area. They're not sinning. They're just trying to walk the route that God has for them and be faithful in that. Now, verse 14, Paul the Apostle said, I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who considers anything unclean to be unclean, to him it is unclean well, I I had a, a person one time, a Christian tell me that if I ate shrimp, it was a sin. Well, for a Jew under the Old Covenant, under the law, it would be. But for me, in Christ, I understand that eating shellfish, you are eating things that are on the bottom of the food chain. These are the creatures that that are, you would call them the scavengers. They are eating the stuff that is falling to the bottom that would decompose, and they are God's garbage team, okay? Uh, So if you're eating shark, well, a shark is just a swimming garbage, you know, the truck that's just kind of driving around or swimming around through the oceans, eating the stuff that uh, usually is dying, and they, they would be considered from the Mosaic Law unclean. But I also know that through the Old Testament, God was also trying to speak through types and shadows or prophetic symbolism that, from a New Covenant perspective, we could look back on and say, "Oh, he was trying to re- he was trying to refer to you know s- you know certain conditions of sin and areas of sin and, and things like that." So that's why Paul said, "Hey, l- look." But to him who considers anything to be unclean to him, it is unclean. But he said, I'm, I'm convinced by the Lord Jesus there is nothing unclean of itself. So I had a person one time tell me it was a sin for me to eat shrimp. I said, no, it's not. Because I can read Romans chapter 14, verse 14. And I can eat that if I want. Now, are some things unhealthy? Yeah, there are some things I don't really want to eat, uh, even if it has protein, even if it has carbohydrates, I don't have a desire to eat a spider. And in some cultures, they eat spider. But uh, as far as me, I I think that's gross. I don't want to eat that. Uh, uh, there's a lot of people around the world, they eat snake. I, I have no desire to eat a snake. Well, Pastor Stephen, if you season it and spice it really good, it tastes good. That's nice. But I, I just, I, uh, something about that, I just don't want to go there. Not only that, I've got a lot of of other good options. I'd rather eat at the top of the food chain. Uh, If it's in the ocean, I'd rather eat the uh, Chilean sea bass. I would rather eat the halibut. I'd rather not uh, eat the stuff that is, you know, the bottom dwellers, okay? Uh, That's just, you know, you want to take care of your body. Praise the Lord. Because the ones that that are the creepy crawlies, They can carry a lot of disease and stuff like that. And if you eat that, you know, it could be possible that you're going to, you know, consume some of the yucky stuff, even if you cook it really good. You know, they are carrying certain things that uh, that's why they are the scavengers. Praise the Lord. But, you know, you just have to you have to have that faith for yourself because there was a, a man in Asia. He passed away a few years ago. Uh, It's been been about a decade since he passed away. And at the time, I think he was 113 years old or 115. At that point, he uh, he was now the oldest person alive in the world. And they asked him, interviewers asked him, what is the secret of your longevity? Okay, so he's like 115 years old. He said, the secret of my longevity is white rice and good pork. Okay, so here's a guy eating pork as often as he could, and he loved good pork, and yet he lived to be 115 years old. So I'm just saying that I agree with Paul. I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. Praise the Lord. Verse 17, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not all these rules and regulations, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, having said that, let's go to verse 22. Do you have faith? And that's a big question. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. See, you may have faith to do something, whereas a young believer in the Lord may not have faith to do what you're doing. And if they don't have the faith, they shouldn't do it. Because it's working for you because you have the faith. But it will not work for them if they don't have the faith. You may eat this cookie because that's your level of a cookie. Okay. You, you want a gourmet cookie. Okay. But for them, a cookie may be, you know, just going into the local convenience store and buying a pack of cookies that cost $1.25. But for you, a cookie may be, you know, the, the whatever, you know, the gourmet cookie. You, you have to have faith, and it has to be your faith. Verse 23, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith. For, now watch this. For whatever is not from faith, even eating, for whatever is not from faith is sin. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? You have to find your faith lane, your comfort area. Here's what I'm trying to tell you today. The Lord has a cookie for you. The Lord wants you to take a cookie and to eat it. And that is a, that is a blessing. It's a sweet blessing from the Lord. But even with that blessing, you have to step out in faith and take it. You have to take it by faith. That's why so many are not eating the cookies they're just thinking, well, if, 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 you know, God gives it to me, then I'll, I'll certainly, I'll certainly take it. But so often you have to step out and take it. Now, if somebody just wants to do a random uh, act of kindness, and I wouldn't call it random, it's, you know, still Lord in it, and they want to be a blessing to you, just say, yes, go ahead and be the blessing. Praise God. I'm ready to receive. But I'm also saying that you need to look for the cookie That you're hungry for right now. And when I'm talking about the cookie, I'm not talking about the great faith project that you're trusting God to do. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's a cookie right now that He's got for you that if you'll rise up and step out by faith, within that place of comfort what, uh, that you can do this, and this is not violating your conscience or, or, or sin uh, because you don't really have faith for it. I'm talking about what you do have faith for. You can step out, and God will bless it. God will back it. Praise the Lord. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith, for whatever is not from faith is sin. So whatever you're going to do, You need to have faith that you're going to do it, okay? Pastor Stephen, I know what my cookie is. I'm going to go on vacation. Well, look, if you're going to go on vacation, do it in faith. Yes. If that's your cookie, then then do it by faith. Praise God. Don't say, well, I I don't know if this is going to work out. No, no. Do it by faith. Mm -mm. I would also have to think that right now would probably be a good time for some people to go on vacation because, you know, uh, the, the tickets are so cheap, airfare is so cheap, hotels are just you know, or you know, there's not many people booking hotels, so it's a great time to go and get a really good deal. Praise the Lord! But whatever your cookie is, step out in faith. Hallelujah! I got stirred up in my spirit one day some years back that that I just. <laughs> I just was going to get a new vehicle, and I didn't have, you know, like money to go out and pay cash for a new vehicle. That would be nice, but I wasn't in a situation like that, but I was just stirred up. I sensed that God had a cookie for me, and I'm looking for my cookie, and I I was just like, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to get my cookie, and I, I just felt like the Lord had a vehicle for me, and so I drove to a certain dealership, and I went to go look in this area of a truck that I thought would be a real nice cookie. Uh, But I'm looking in the area of my price category, the area that I could afford that type of a payment, that type of a category. And there were other ranks uh, of vehicles that were higher, but I didn't consider them because I'm looking in my budget. Well, while I'm there looking in my budget area, a salesman came out, very nice guy, very knowledgeable, not pushy or anything like that. And uh, he w- he began to talk with me about you know what I was looking at, and as we were doing that, an alarm went off, and it wouldn't turn it wouldn't turn off. This was like a big outdoor alarm, and it was just blasting and blaring so loud that we couldn't hardly hear each other talk. And not only that, it was just like an irritant, and we we were just like, let's walk over to another area of the uh, this big parking lot, and uh, and get away from this. And we did. And the moment we got over to where the real nice vehicles were at, the alarm just went off. But now we're standing in front of it it was really pretty much the most expensive vehicle on the lot and um and it would be like for me, like a dream vehicle he said um he said stephen he said um." He said, we can get you into this vehicle. He said, I can make this work for you. Now, how many of you heard something like that, but they're trying to take advantage of you? But he's not trying to take advantage of me. He's trying to help me. And, he, and God's working through him. And I said, well, that, that's beyond, you know, anything I've, I've uh, even considered. I was way over here looking at this. This is way beyond that he said, I can make it work for you. And uh, he was like 20 year veteran. And uh, he said, I can, I can pull this stuff and I can make the, I can make the numbers work for you. I can get you into this. And I said, well, that would be something. Well, let's, let's sit down and see what we can do. And uh, before it was, you know, before I knew it, uh, he, he had made it work and uh, got me into a a, a, a loan that had 0% interest. And I knew that he had made the numbers work, but still the payment was higher than any payment that I had ever made before on any type of a vehicle, much higher than anything i would ever done before. But I really sensed there was a cookie anointing on it. Watch this. See, don't go and try to get a cookie that's crazy. Get your cookie. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not authorizing you to do something crazy. But I'm saying, by the anointing of the Spirit, that when there's a cookie that the Lord has for you, the Lord, if if you'll step out in faith, the Lord will back, He'll back that cookie. It's amazing. Well, I signed the papers on it, and uh, I tell you what, that was an amazing vehicle. And everywhere I went, I, you know, I, I didn't buy it for that purpose. It was a head turner. It was an amazing vehicle that there was not another one like it in the entire county. I think in the whole. Western part of North Carolina, there was not another one like it. And it was an amazing vehicle. Whenever I uh, would drive to like Washington, D.C. or, or a place like that uh, to do a meeting uh, or, or whatever, anywhere I would have it valeted, the, 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 the parkers would get so excited. They got more excited about my vehicle than they did about a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. They would almost fight over it to park it. It was an amazing vehicle. Let me say this. I stepped out by faith and ate that cookie and took that cookie. Not once did I ever struggle to make the payment. Not once was I ever late on the payment. Not once was there ever a strain to make the payment. The Lord covered the whole thing until it was paid off and gone. Praise the Lord. And then I moved into something else. I tell you what, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I stepped out and ate the cookie that the Lord had for me. Now, on basic method of operating, I usually kind of steer clear from debt. You understand what I'm saying? But let me say this. As you're on a journey to prosperity, to, in a sense, where you you have your debts paid off and you're, you're in a place where everything is strongly built up in your finances. Let me say this. You're going to need refreshing along the way the lord doesn't expect you to get there by literally pinching pennies that's that's not god 's way now some people will tell you that 's the only way that you get into a place like that of abundance and prosperity. You have to watch every dollar you can never get a drink at Starbucks. you have to pinch every penny you have to take that dollar bill and make George Washington scream because you're you're squeezing it so tight that 's That's not the way of God, being all stingy, can't ever buy a pair of new shoes. You can't ever do anything nice for yourself. That's not the Lord, praise God. Now I'm not saying uh, the other extreme of just uh, abusing credit and plunging yourself mindlessly in the debt. Uh, Absolutely stay away from that. But I am saying there are times when the Lord wants you to have a cookie and you have to step out by faith and take it. Yes, there can be cookies that somebody just says, hey, here's a cookie. I want to do this for you. I'll cover the whole thing. But there's other times he needs you to step out. And that's why there are so many cookies on the tray that people aren't taking because so often to get that cookie, you do have to use your faith. You do have to rise up yourself and go get it. And you'll find out that when you do that, the Lord really honors you reaching for that cookie, and he'll back it 100%. Let's do another vehicle story. I felt another desire at a different time to go get a cookie. I I just, uh, I got the vehicle bug again. I I just sensed, you know, I I believe God's got another cookie for me. And so I went down to the Ford dealership and I knew that Ford makes a real nice pickup truck. They, uh, if my my numbers are correct, and I believe they are, they sell every year over 8 100,000 F-150 pickup trucks, and they have different levels of them. You know, you have the introductory level that doesn't have any bells and whistles, and then they have higher up levels that have all the bells and whistles, you know, you know, electric step boards and, you know, a better premium sound and stuff like that. Y'all know how that works. So I went down to the Ford dealership just with that cookie desire, you know, cookie desire. And uh, you know I'm not I'm not going crazy on the cookie. I'm not down at the Rolls Royce uh, dealership. Maybe maybe one day I'll be down there with a cookie for the Rolls Royce. Okay, but right now I just had the had the cookie desire, and I sensed I sensed you know what I'd I'd really uh, I wouldn't mind having a Ford F-150. Those are really nice pickup trucks. So I go down there and uh, start looking around and uh, end up uh, connecting with a really nice. Christian salesman, and he's very, very knowledgeable. I found out that he's one of the top ten in the nation, and he was kind of, he was kind of famous because he had gotten on the Jay Leno show because uh, Ford took their top ten salesmen in the country, and they had a competition that uh, they took the ten salesmen, and they put them in a room with a, with a, uh, some kind of uh, really nice Ford vehicle. And they, you could each put your hand uh, on the vehicle, all ten of them did. And whoever could keep their hand on the vehicle the longest without taking your hand off, whoever could stand there and keep their hand on the vehicle the longest would win the vehicle. It's going to be given to you for free. So uh, you, were, you were allowed a uh, very short bathroom break if you asked for it and you were given permission. I think you were also allowed a very short break to get something to eat, but you had to come right back. Because you were not allowed to go to sleep or anything like that. You had to stand there, not take your uh, hand off the vehicle. So um, I think Jay Leno had interviewed some of them on his show, the, the late night show. So um, anyhow, uh, a lot of people were pulling for my friend to win. And, uh, and I think it had gotten down between him and one other person. Uh, but he got a little sleepy, and he just lifted his hand off just for a moment. But that disqualified him, and the other guy won. But it still made him really well known. And he was a really good salesman and also a very nice person. So we were having fun and uh, uh, looking at the different vehicles. And I, I saw one. I thought, you know, that would be really nice. And uh, we talked, and uh, uh, he allowed me to meet the the owner of the whole place, got to know the owner, still know him today. And we became friends. And uh, but, you know, I saw, I saw the truck, and it was, uh, it, was, it was pricey. It was one that we could say, how can we say, has all the bells and whistles. And I thought, well, you know, that's a, that's a, a step right there because um, I wasn't planning on doing something like that. But I, I, I just, I sensed the Lord was in it. I sensed the Lord was in it, that this was my cookie. And I wouldn't normally do it, but I sensed the cookie anointing. Mm, It's going to come on you. Watch for it. And the cookie anointing was on me. And I reached for the cookie. And I said, Lord, I'm going to do this because I believe you're in it. Now, remember, uh, uh, for whatever is not from faith is sin. Now, I had faith for it. I've already worked this before with another vehicle. I know that cookie anointing. And when, when you do it, all I'm trying to tell you is you have to do it by faith. You, you can't be like, well, I guess, you know, the cookie will just fall off the tray, fall on my lap, and then somehow jump into my mouth. No, no. You have to reach and take the cookie. Reach and take the cookie. Let me tell you this. The Lord's got some seriously good cookies. Woo! He's got some mouth-watering cookies. And if you'll just reach by faith, real faith, not go crazy, but real faith, you'll find the Lord will back you. So I signed the papers we got the numbers right although the numbers were high but I never had them that high before but I felt God was in it stepped out and did it signed it and the moment I signed uh, on the papers with the pen and the truck's mine the deal's done the salesman kind of pushed his chair back because now he's he's extra comfortable now he just made a sale and he said Stephen can I can I tell you something I said I said yeah go for it he said um, I uh, participated in your online prayer challenge. I said, you did? I said, I didn't even know you You knew who I was as a minister. I didn't know you watched my, my programs. He goes, yes. He goes, I watch you. <laughs> I said, you do? He said, yes. <laughs> and I, I had no idea. He never told me. He never let the cat out of the bag and, um, until I had signed and bought that pickup truck. And he said, I complete it. The 30-day prayer challenge. I said, you, do, you actually did that? Because that, that was pretty heavy duty. The prayer challenge was this. For 30 days without missing one day, you have to get up and you have to spend a tithe of your time in prayer with the Lord. Look, that's two hours and 24 minutes. That is a tithe out of 24 hours. You have to spend a tithe, two hours and 24 minutes with the Lord in prayer, fellowship with the Lord before the sun ever comes over the horizon. And, you know, we we had people from all over America, all over the world that did it. But, look, you and I both know there's some sacrifice in that. Because at that time in America, the sun was usually coming up right around 6 o'clock in the morning. So you've got people getting up at 3 and putting a tithe of their time in before the sun ever came up. And we we had amazing testimonies from people that did that that got healed. They were not even seeking God for healing, and God healed them. Well, he said, I did it. I said, you you actually did it? He said, yes. He said, I made a, because he was former military before, uh, you know, he worked for Ford years back. He used to be in the military. So he was very organized. So he made his. His chart, day one, and he would do it like this day one, and he would, he would mark it off. He was very organized. Day two, and he would mark it off with a green check mark. Day one, green check mark, did it. Day two, two hours, 24 minutes, did it. And he would mark it off day two, three, four, five, six. He said, I got to day 19, and he said, I marked that off with a red check mark. I said, red. I said, why, why red? Why were all the others green? Green, I guess you accomplished it. Why, why red on day 19? He said, well, day 19, I got up, and just spending time with the Lord, praying, uh, hanging out with the Lord, and this language began coming out of my mouth. I said, you started speaking in tongues? He said, yes. I said the Holy Spirit I said Jesus filled you with the Holy Spirit baptism and you started speaking in tongues he said yes I'm still I still do it I do it every morning now and I said nobody laid hands on you he said nobody it just it just happened it just happened Mm -mm -mm. he said that's why I have day number 19 in red and then he kept on going 20 21 20 he finished the whole thing I said that's amazing that's amazing Praise the Lord. And you know what? I bought that pickup truck. Have never struggled to make a payment. Have never been late on a payment. It's just been like a cakewalk, the whole thing. Why? It was my cookie. God, God was in that. And then, you know, um, every time I've done that at, at these dealerships, it seems like almost like a mini revival breaks out. That it happened on the other one. Where, you know, the manager, the general manager comes out. It happened on this one. We're not just a general manager, but the the owner comes out. And, uh, uh, you know, then going back into the back office, talking with him, uh, you know, talking about the things of God. Oh, oh, you're you're an elder in the Presbyterian church. Oh, and, you know, we're talking and, uh, uh, you know, and uh, I'm telling them about miracles and the supernatural and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. But what's going on? It's the cookie anointing. The cookie experience. Mm-mm. but you have to step out. You have to step out by faith. I, I woke up one morning some years back, and I said, today, I said, God, I don't know how, and I don't even care, but I said, today, I'm buying property. Now, can you believe a crazy cookie anointing like that? But I, it was on me. I just woke up one morning, and I said, I'm going to buy some land today, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it today. I'm going, to, I'm going to buy some land today. And uh, drove around, drove around, and saw a beautiful piece of property on the golf course, a golf course lot. I said, I'm buying that lot. And I called the realtor. I said, I want to buy that lot. And I didn't even have the money. I, 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 had, I had a small down payment, but I didn't have the money, and on raw land, Banks don't lend money on raw land. Very, very rare unless you put down like 80% or something like that. And if you're that close, you might as well just, you know, save for the extra, buy the whole thing. Well, I, I just had a small amount. And I said, I'm going to get owner financing. I said, I don't know what that owner is going to think, but I said, I'm going to offer it, and I'm I'm going to get it. And I called the realtor, and I said, I'd like to buy that property. I can put this much down. I'm asking that the owner would give me owner financing. He said, well, he's not offering owner financing. I said, well, I know he's not advertising that he is, but I said, ask him if he'll do it for me. The owner says, well, I don't think he will. I said, well, just ask him. And the the owner, uh, excuse me, the realtor called me back a little while later and said, "Um, Stephen? He says he'll do it. I said, "Good." I said, "Let's draw up the papers," and we drew up the papers, and uh, we signed on it. We bought it, and within just a short time, I had the whole thing paid off. Woo! Praise the Lord! I had the title deed in my hand, and that all happened because I woke up one morning and I said, "I'm eating a cookie today, and I want a good gourmet cookie today." Do you see what I'm saying? I'm talking. I'm saying, take a promise. Take a blessing. Take it. I'm, I'm just just take it. And Jesus is saying, "Here, please take it, take it." Woo! Glory to God. Well, Pastor Stephen, I I I don't know. Well, if you don't know, don't do anything. Because if you do if you do it and you don't know and you're full of all doubt, but Paul said literally that's sin. That's sin. For whatever is not from faith is sin. If you're going to do it, rise up and do it in faith. Praise God. Mm-mm. Okay. So now let me bring you to the. The point of the message. The point is this. There's a cookie right now somewhere out in front of you. Not 10 one. There's one cookie that's right in front of you out there right now. And I believe you can probably identify it real quick. This is not your major life project. This is not your big dream. Pastor Stephen, my, my dream is to buy a space shuttle. Well, they, they've retired it. That's irrelevant. You, you, that's okay. But, but if you have a big thing like that, that, that's not it. But there is something out there right now. And it's a good one. There is a cookie. Oh, I, I'm not talking about, you know, a little bitty uh, Tootsie Roll. No, I'm talking about a good cookie. There's a good cookie out there for you right now. And if you'll go with the, the anointing of the Spirit, you'll find out God will back it. God will back it, and you'll find yourself eating that thing, enjoying it. It tastes good. It's the cookie that you like. Look, we all like different cookies. Uh, we all have different tastes, different desires. But I'm telling you, there's a cookie for you right now. And if you'll reach for it, you'll find that God's in it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Usually, usually when you get a cookie. You'll also see that somehow the Lord is working through you as a witness and as a testimony. When I bought that land with that crazy cookie anointing, I'm buying some land today. I mean, how, how crazy is that? But I did it. I did it. Mm. Sold it later and made a profit. Praise God. But when I bought that land and I remember signing for it. They're, you know, you, you get together, you know, there with the, with the attorneys, you sign it, they, they, they file it. And now, you know, do their stuff at the courthouse and stuff like that to make it official. But the seller was intrigued with me. Do you know why? Because he had had children that had, I think, disappointed him. And when he saw me give my word, saying, if you give me owner financing, we put these terms in writing, I'll get this, I'll get this refinanced, get you paid off in full, and um, you know I'll take care, I'll, I'll come through for you on this. So, in a sense, he's taking a risk, because if I default, he's going to get it all back, but then you have to do the, you know, the, the legal work to do that stuff. I said, you'll never know that with me. I said, I'll, I've come through on everything that I give my word on, everything. I'd rather die than not fulfill my word. And when he honored that, and I'm making those payments on time, on time, every month, on time, and it wasn't that many months before, boom, I had him totally paid off. It, it's like it restored faith in him. It made him happy. It, made, it, 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 it gave him faith in people again. Because all he had known was like people didn't come through. And every time I've stepped out in faith with that cookie anointing and have done these things, people have seen me come through because why? The Lord's in it. He's backing me. He's empowered me. Mm -mm. Heavenly Father, lift your hands. I pray for everybody watching right now that by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you help them to identify the cookie and help them to go up and get their cookie now, in the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Look, my friends, this is not rocket science. Just go get your cookie. Hallelujah. Just go get your cookie. I saw the Lord himself stand before me. Look, look, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that all liars go to the lake of fire. I don't want nothing to do with the lake of fire. I, I am not a liar. I am telling you the truth. Jesus stood before me eating Cookies. Mm -mm. And I believe Kenneth Copeland is a prophet. And that he said Jesus came to him with a tray of cookies saying, take a cookie. And he's frustrated that so few of his people are eating the cookies. But when the cookie anointing comes on you and you're like, that's it. It's time. It's my season now to to reach and grab and take that. It is. You're right. Now get up and do it. Praise God. And you'll find God's with you. God's with you. God's with you. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Jesus. Please send me your testimony. Um, do more than that. Send me your picture of you with your cookie, eating your cookie. Hallelujah. Pastor Stephen, I'm going to do it. I don't want a testimony of you're going to do it. I want a testimony of you've done it. Hallelujah. Send me your testimony with your picture attached of you with your cookie. Hallelujah. Woo-hoo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah! This gospel has proofs. It will work. I want to see the proof working in you, because I know God's Word is working in your life. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you that your people will, will know the reality of Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see. The Lord is good. You're going to be able to taste it. You're going to see it. You're going to have it. Hallelujah! Praise God! Amen! Receive it! In Jesus' name, amen! If you're watching today's message, and you you don't know a God who serves cookies. Maybe you didn't think he was that relaxed, that informal. Let me say that he is. God. You don't, with God, you don't have to be all stuffy and, uh, and, and all tight and rigid. You can relax. He's a good, good God. And if you would like to know this God, he certainly wants to know you. He wants you to come to him and receive salvation. If that's you, right now, pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I give my life to you, Lord, save me, wash all of my sins away, write my name in your book of life, thank you, Jesus, I give my heart, I give my life to you now, thank you, oh God, amen, and amen, hallelujah, now live for him, turn from sin, and live your life for him, and you'll be the happiest person on the planet. Now, if you're watching me today and you are a backslidden Christian, you used to walk with the Lord, but you're not doing that anymore. You've fallen away. It's time today to get back and right with the Lord. And God, trust me, God's got cookies for you too. Hallelujah! You've got some. You've got some extra ones you've missed out on because you've been gone too long. Praise God. So, if that's you as a backslidden Christian. Pray this after me. Let's get this fixed right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm back. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins and shortcomings. Wash me with your precious blood. Wash all of my sin away. And Jesus, thank you. Strengthen me with faithfulness. I will never depart from you ever again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I'm so happy to be back. Hallelujah! Praise God. And He's got a cookie for you too. Hallelujah. And God has washed all of your sins away, so rejoice. Praise the Lord. My friends, let's get ready to take Holy Communion. Grab some grape juice, grab some unleavened bread, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. We consecrate it and set it apart as holy. Through this prayer. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. This is now the body and the blood of Christ, our Savior. Father, as we receive the body of Jesus, we thank you that you're a good God. Mm -mm. Thank you, Lord, for joy, joy, joy. And thank you, Lord, that we do things by faith, not in doubt and Fall all kinds of fear and unbelief. No, we do things in faith. Hallelujah. So, Father, we even take communion by faith. And we receive now, Father, the body of Jesus in faith in his name. Amen. Let's partake. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Father, thank you for the Sin-cleansing blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you for Jesus. Thank you, oh, God, for his great sacrifice. Lord, we thank you that the table is spread. Woo! And there is a blessing prepared for us. We thank you for the tray full of cookies. And we're going to do exactly What you would even command, we are going to take one. Thank you, O Lord, and enjoy it. Thank you, O God, for the refreshing that you give. We receive the blood of Jesus now. Lord Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen. Let's receive. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. It is impossible to please God without faith. You must use your faith. Hallelujah. Use your faith for your cookie and go get the cookie that God has for you. Hallelujah. 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 And so just pray, walk with the Lord, pray, walk in the spirit. And you'll know by the sensing, the leading of the Holy Spirit, the cookie that God has for you now in this season, in this moment of your life. Praise God. I look forward to hearing and reading your testimony. Till then, stay blessed and go get your cookie. Bye-bye.